Where my dad's at? 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 We right here, yo. We right here, yo. Welcome to Where My Dad's At podcast. I'm your host. And today's topic is protection. Protection. As dads, that's probably one of our biggest roles, I think. And of course, moms do it as well. Moms tend to lean on the side of nurturing as well and protecting through nurturing. So a lot of their protection is mental, emotional protection. Um, Obviously, for the first nine months of any child's life, the mom is the ultimate source of protection. Once that child comes out, society kind of places the role of of nurturing and and, uh, physically comforting that child in the hands of the, the mom. We know dads. We have a role in that as well. And that's when we where you see the pictures of the dad who takes the the baby right after birth, very soon after, as soon as the staff says it's, it's, it's okay. And a lot of us will place our children on our bare chest to have that bonding moment, to have that comforting moment. Um, I'm pretty sure I did it with all three of my kids. And it's one of the coolest pictures to me as a father to see other fathers do that. Um, but yeah, like from that moment, I feel like a mom has certain chemical things that her body goes through that are that are quite obvious um, to provide for that child. And I feel like dads instantly go into protect mode. We instantly go into, I will lay my life down in a split second for this child, for this being and protect it to the point where as dads, we probably don't even think straight a lot of the times. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a blinding, (laughs) irrational, I will do whatever I can do to protect this child. And let's not even get into fathers with daughters because that's a whole nother level. And we're going to talk about that because I'm a father of a daughter and, um, it, it, it is, it is something special to be that. And we know. As fathers, our our sons are special as well, and they mean something for a different reason as far as like our legacy and our our lineage physically um, and just traditionally. But, you know, the protection of our children is so important. And that's the that's the thing I think a lot of times when you have broken homes um, homes where the, the parents aren't together for whatever reason. I think that's one of the biggest uh, things that work against that child's uh, upbringing. I think that's one of the biggest things. And and not saying that a, a, a father who's in another place can't be a good father. There's just something about the physical proximity of being able to reach out and touch anything that 
is trying to harm our kids. Whereas if we're not physically there, we can't do that. So there's something about that. There's something about protecting our kids. And we can't protect them from everything. We know that as much as we want to and as much as we try, we try to keep them as close to us as possible. Um, but we also give them the room to make mistakes starting when they're walking or when they're learning to walk. We give them that room to take those steps unaided because if not, they won't ever develop the strength or the ability to take those steps on their own. So they have to take a step and a half by themselves and fall to even get to the point where they're, they're able to balance themselves, so forth and so on. And that's, you know, a metaphor for a lot of other things, a lot of other milestones, a lot of other uh, challenges that our children will take on. They're going to have to go edit on their own. Um, you know, going away to college, starting a family, even going away to like grade school. Now, how old does that make me sound when I say grade school? But yeah, elementary school, middle school, whatever. Even going away to those things, when you first send your child away, wow, that's not like putting them in prison or boarding school. You know what I mean? When you first allow them to go out into the world to start their education, for most of us, that's not in our house. Even with everything going on, that's away from us. That's out of our protection. And it's rough. It's rough. Um, But they have to do it. It's part of their independence. Even if you homeschool a child, there's going to be opportunities and times when you're going to let them go and interact with the world on their own accord without the, without the, the, the figurative hands beside them to guide them and catch them if they fall. So the same way we have to, give them the opportunity to walk on their own. We have to give them the opportunity to learn on their own and grow on their own and still somehow find a balance and protect them when necessary. I don't feel like we, we protect our children any less as they grow up. I just feel like what that protection looks like changes. Um, and I recently, my wife and I, recently had a situation happen where even in our own home we felt like we couldn't protect our kids totally um when that when they're at school when they're at a friend's house or somewhere other than home we know there's going to be risk um there are going to be things that God forbid could happen. Um, but when they're home, you feel like we got a, we got a better handle on this protection thing. We got a better handle on what could hurt them. There's, there's no wild tigers going to hurt my kid when they're in the house. Okay. Um, I'm not going to have to worry about them, you know, 
facing certain dangers while they're in the house. That's just what it is. So when you have something like say a fire at your house, um, any kind of break in robbery, anything like that, it's just, it can be devastating. It can be devastating. It can really quickly, um, put everything in perspective as to how fragile life is and how precious it is and how much we take for granted. Um, yeah, we recently had an incident here where a house very close to us, um, was the target of a shooting. And when I say close, this is how close the house was to us. The people who shot at the house over 20 spent casings from their rifle landed in our yard. So even if you don't know about firearms, you know that for that to happen, it was close, right? So just picture just before 10 p.m. Um, so this had to be this had to be a weekend. Yeah, just before 10 p.m. on a Thursday, I think. Anyway. The kids had had gone to bed. And were asleep, so they had been in bed long enough to go to sleep. But for some reason, I feel like it was a weekend because they went to bed later, possibly. But anyway, anyway, just before 10 p.m., gunfire, to be specific, AK-47 fire, within feet of your home, and not one or two shots to where you even have to guess like was that what I think it was no this was let me make it clear to you this is what this is now thankfully the target it didn't seem like anyone was hurt how at the at the distance and everything I don't know maybe the intent wasn't to hurt maybe the intent was to scare um, but it, it, and any, 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 it doesn't matter because it happened. I'll take that back. It does matter that no one was hurt. And I would imagine as the target, you're slightly, no, you're very, you're a lot more traumatized than we would have been. I guess unless you live that life. But for us born folk on this side of the road who don't live that life. It was. It shook us to say the least. It shook us to say the least. So in that moment. As those shots are going off, like I said, 20 plus shots. The fight or flight instinct is on overdrive. Overdrive. 
right? I'm talking about, I don't know where I got the energy or the ability to hit the deck while simultaneously Spider-Man crawl, army crawl, slide, glide across the floor to get to the child who was the closest to where it sounded like it was coming from. Now that I think about it, because it was nighttime and because of how close it was, if I hadn't been uh, so focused on protecting my kids, I might have looked up and noticed the light being emitted from the shots because of how close it was and because of proximity to where the window is. I probably could have saw the, what do they call it? Muzzle, muzzle black, muzzle flare or whatever. I probably could have saw that from, from the shots, but I'm fixed on getting into that room, getting one of my youngest kids out of the bed onto the floor and bowling them to safety, like pushing them to safety. Well, this child, although he's my youngest, he's, he's not my smallest somehow. And when I say bowling ball, more like bowling balls wrapped in cinder blocks, dipped in cement, because I went to move this dude. When I tell you, he was quite possibly the hardest kid to move. I'm on the ground. I'm grabbing him. I'm pulling him down. He's sitting up. He's fighting me because he wants to sleep. And he was the hardest one. So I grab, I finally get him out and I'm like, get on, go, go, go. Still shooting, still going on. There's a brief pause. Shooting still going on. I get him to where I think is a safer part in the house. Now shoot across the house. No pun intended. I sprint slide across the house to my next child. My oldest is upstairs. My next child is on the floor and his room is on the opposite side of the house. So his room was a little bit uh, further, but his room also has windows and, 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 has a exterior wall on that side of the house where the shooting was happening. So I'm thinking, God, he's not safe where he is. So I at least got to get to him and get him down. Well, I get him down and I get him, him moved towards the same kind of like central location in the house where I think is going to be the best. As I'm getting him moved, my oldest comes downstairs. If I had been thinking, I would tell her stay upstairs, but she comes downstairs She's on it. She already knows where to get to. Unfortunately, we had an incident like this before. So she already knows kind of where the safest place in the house is. We've done like tornado, tornado drills and stuff before. And like I said, we've also had an incident very similar to this. Not as close happened where it was kind of like, all right, get get to the safest place that we think in the house. So she comes down. She's getting there. Well, as those two are getting to the safest place. The one that I had already got to the safe place decides he's walking back out because he wants to go back to his bed. Thankfully, by this time, 
the shots are done. And actually the shots had, had finished as I was getting my other child, my second child out of his room. But when I tell you in that moment, a feeling of helplessness. Now, I'm a believer in protecting and protecting yourselves. Second Amendment. Um, so. I was I was, you know, ready to protect our house in that way. But just to think about in that moment what was going on. Knowing that. It didn't really matter necessarily what I was able to do. If we had been the target of that or things have been slightly different. There's no no amount of protection that I could have provided that would have guaranteed their safety. And so, you know, that's one of the, one of those moments, like I said, since from the point your children are born, like you're trying to guarantee their safety. And if you're fortunate enough to be in the same household with them, you can, you know, do more to know that they're safe because you're right there in the house with them. So a couple things, a couple takeaways, thankful that I'm able to be in the house with my children. I give so much thanks to God <clears throat> for blessing me with a relationship to where, you know, that's, that's always our plan. That's always that uh, we've never faltered on being together and doing what's best for our kids. And I pray that it will stay that way. I don't see why it wouldn't. But also take away from that. I'm thankful that we are safe. And take away from that the understanding. That as much as I want to protect them. I can't protect them from everything. I can't protect them from everything. And it does uh, weigh heavy on me that I can't protect them from everything. Um, I also know that I will do everything I can do to protect them from everything. So... Yeah, another one of those things as dads, as parents in general, as dads, though, that we kind of derive a lot of our pride and our purpose in protecting our kids. And while we're taking steps, as I record this, we're taking steps. Hopefully I'll be able to give you guys a, a, a update, some news pretty soon. But we're taking steps to maybe lessen the occurrence of things like that. Um, maybe relocate to some place that at least at this moment, <laughs> the environment is not conducive to that activity. Although that could change anywhere you go, 
things things could change. So we're not helpless. Um, there are things that we can do on this peace of mind that we can have in certain things. Um, but one of the first things is kind of being there, being able to be here, being able to see them and touch them every single day. Um, and I don't know if y'all like me, but when they were babies, I used to do the whole watch and breathe thing. New parents, paranoid, whatever. But as long as I'm here and I'm breathing, um, I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to do everything I can. And that's all you can do. We have faith. And if you have faith, you can rely on that and lean on that as well to get you through. The moments where you feel like you can't protect them. God can protect them. God give me the strength to protect them. God give me the wisdom to protect them. Because we know all the strength in the world doesn't guarantee protection. Give me the wisdom. Give me the ability. Yeah. And then we just do our best from there but yeah this is the where my dad's at podcast i'm your host and i thank you for joining me thank you for walking through this fatherhood thing with me um we're gonna continue to get better better i said better what's that better leather better i want want my chairs made out of better but yeah we're gonna continue to get better to improve for the sake of ourselves and our children. One day our children will have children and their children will have children. And we want to pass on the best father, dad legacy we can. Where my dad's at? We right here, yo. Where my dad's at? 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 We right here, yo. We right here, yo.